Access All Areas on FUBAR Radio. Hello everyone, good evening. Welcome to another edition of Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lang. And I'm Bobby Norris. I've nearly forgot my own name then. <laughs> uh, having quite the evening. How are you, Bob? Yeah, well, I'm doing well, thank you, Stephen. How about yourself, Bob? Very good. You are a busy bee. You've been training to be a vaccinator, I've seen. I am. So I've been training with St John's Ambulance to become a volunteer vaccinator. And I'm just so excited now to get out there into the vaccination centres and start getting as many vaccines in as many arms as possible. Yeah. How did you get involved? Because, I mean, the pictures I can see, you're actually sticking a needle in someone's arm. So, you know, you're, 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 you've done a bit of training then and it's all, you're all ready to go. So in that photo I posted on Instagram, it's like a, a block thing that when, ah. when you're practicing and you're getting, a, you're getting assessed on, okay. just so you have to be passed as competent. But back when I got COVID, I just laid there thinking, what can I do, if anything, in terms of volunteering to help other people? Mm. And then when I found out that St. John's was doing this volunteer vaccinator scheme, I thought, well, Doing injections is nothing new to me. Like my mum had leukemia a few years ago and I was doing her injections for her every day. So that yeah. doesn't phase me. And what better time to get out there and put that skill to good use. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly just so excited. And I feel like for me as well, I'm very conscious. There's a lot of people out there that haven't seen anyone face to face since March. Yeah. So for them to come in, feel that, they've got some interaction with someone, see people, and also have the, the, the feel-good feeling that, that they've had their first vaccination done. Mm. It just gives people light and hope. Yeah, it's so, so good of you to, to take that up. And I think, you know, it's, yeah, I mean, everyone wants to do what they can, don't they, at the moment. And so you're actually going to be out there. Well, I know, you know we're seeing those figures go up every day, aren't we? That everyone's getting their first dose of the vaccine and, uh, you know, the numbers are coming down and things are starting to look good. And you're going to be part of the actual battle to do it. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like for me uh, to do my little bit and there's so many, there's so many different roles out there. So if anyone else is <laughs> wanting to, to volunteer, not necessarily doing the, the vaccinations themselves, but in any form, yeah, you can be like an usher and things like that, can't you? Showing people around. And- yeah, so many different roles. So definitely go and check out St John's Ambulance website um, because, honestly, like I say, there's so many things and I just feel like we are all in this together, as we always say, and anything you can do. And it, it's just nice to feel like you're doing something and helping people. Yeah, yeah. You know what, actually, I, you saying this, I'm going to look into it myself and see if there's anywhere around near me that I can go and help because, you know, we well... We've, we've got time on our hands at the moment, haven't we? And we may as well spend it doing something that helps. And yeah, well, well done you. Um, Thank you, babe. But we, we did have some sad news on the COVID front uh, oh. today, didn't we? Um, sadly, we just found out that we lost um, Captain Sir Tom Moore, didn't we? It's honestly so sad. The most devastating news. And I'm sure I speak for both of us that our thoughts and prayers are, are with his family and friends at this sad time. Like, he was such a legend in every sense of the word like what he's achieved in the last year and as a nation the darkest year any of us have had Mm -hmm. i think to to see him the most inspirational and just the most selfless man Mm -hmm. and just incredible like if you look at what he has done since march 
from singles raising 32 million pounds like just legend there's no other word for him so it's just a very very sad day yeah I was having a discussion with some colleagues who were saying you know if you get to 99 and <laughs> what he managed to achieve in the last year of his life is pretty spectacular you know he raised 33 million pound for NHS charities and he I mean <laughs> number one single book autobiography he had a fly pass didn't he a spitfire fly pass he's he's had a busy year and and you know what an amazing way to top off side very sad that he succumbed to the disease that he was you know raising money to fight um in a way but the reports say that his family were with him um at the time and uh yeah i mean yeah like you said uh totally totally agree that our thoughts with them and and anyone that's uh, that knows him. It's obviously I, I wonder what's going to happen. Next. I, I imagine although we can't we can't have you know big funerals at the moment. I imagine that there's going to be quite a lot of attention on on him. You know and uh, rightly so. So um, we'll just Definitely. have to wait and see wait and see with that. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's it, it shows it's the real thing with this virus, isn't it? You know, there's vulnerable people uh, uh, are at risk and you know we've got to do all we can to to protect them and you're doing it bob you're doing it <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did we did have some uh, some other some other good foobar related news one of uh, yeah. one of our co-presenters marcel somerville and uh, rebecca his fiance have welcomed their son roman uh, which yes. is great news so congratulations to them congrats um, guys Apparently, she was had a two-day labour, though, which I think must be the most amazing thing. Bless her heart. You just can't... I can't imagine. My no. sister had a four-day labour. I mean, good Lord. Like, she basically didn't sleep for four days. I can't imagine what it would be like to go... have to go... <laughs> Sorry, our producer, George, is looking absolutely <laughs> horrified in the, in the background. This can happen, Georgia, so be careful. Um, but yeah, um, it'd be great, actually. I'd love to speak to, to Marcel if we can get, get him for one of our future shows because I'm sure, although I'm sure he's very busy and very tired for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine, as is she. <laughs> as is she, yeah. I mean, I don't imagine either of them are having a particularly easy time of it. Um, but yeah, congrats. Congrats to them. It's, um, it's obviously really great news. Um, and, and, you know, and, and kind of, you know, the circle of life, isn't it? You know, literally the same time as someone passing away you know there's new new life coming into the world and that's that's the way of it isn't it it so. really is and I think with everything that's going on we've been so consumed and quite rightly so because it, it's a global pandemic but yeah. we're so used to just surviving and I, I think that's the only way of putting it day yeah. in week in month in that you do almost zone out of life events yeah. Like you say, births and deaths, and it's very easy to kind of forget that life's still going on because we're in this weird bubble. Yeah, you kind of think, "Gosh, it's time is passing, life's going on," but in the most strangest situation and scenario. But um, I had a, a, a colleague of mine who had a baby last year. She's just about to turn one. Was saying that um, she's like, when the restrictions are finally, re 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 you know released and we can all go back to some semblance of normality their kids are going to be like whoa what the hell is all this going on because they've basically just been inside um uh stuck you know um for the last sort of uh however long what yeah a year nearly um so it's going to be insane for those babies <laughs> coming out into the wild well what is a car like what is a plane it's going to be seeing like clouds and sky yeah. <laughs> 
and family yeah. members you know a lot of people won't have seen their grandparents and things like that it's crazy that's so true i think you're so right actually like babies and especially children as well it's very hard to remember that for them this is now becoming their normality and if you're yeah. a young kid at the moment and your life is now consumed with CBeebies <laughs> yeah. so they'd be like right now now this is really life after it yeah it's strange isn't it it's funny with like my nephews I think like you know well they this time around they're going into into school because my sister's a key worker um but uh first time around she decided to keep them in because she was at home whereas now she can't be at home um and uh it's just bizarre to think that they had all this time off you know they basically had a, like a six month long summer I would have loved to have had that when I was a kid I would yeah. have gone nuts for it but for them you know it's like it's actually quite serious isn't it because you know you take them out of the education system and all that kind of stuff it's the long-term consequence of everything that's happening at the moment we won't feel we won't know for years I guess and it's um yeah crazy times Definitely can say that again, babe. Crazy. <laughs> uh, <right. laughs> we have we have some very exciting guests. Speaking of crazy, um, uh, coming up, we've got uh, some brilliant guests um, this evening. We have the fabulous Katie Price, um, who I'm very much looking forward to talking to, and we also have um, the gorgeous Jess Impiazzi and the very handsome Ricky Guanacci from uh, I hope I've said his surname right uh, from uh, ex Geordie Shore star. So um, so yeah, looking forward to talking to them. Fab show. Fab show. And actually, I believe Katie, who is a little bit of a friend of yours, isn't she, Bob, uh, is, is here to talk now. So let's get uh, her in. Hello. Hello, Bobby. All right, Kate. How are you, babes? <laughs> Look at us both on the bed. Yeah. yeah well, what is this? What am I joining in here? <laughs> how are you, babe? Oh, I'm good. You? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, Kate. How are you enjoying FUBA? I remember doing it years ago. I love it. I'm so glad it came at so the right time in the first lockdown. I think I started, or maybe in between. I can't remember. I loved it. I loved it. They were getting so many headlines out of it from me that I was like (laughs) losing out because I talked so bloody much. Like you just, you just can't help it, can you? This is it. It's right up our street. Definitely. I Thank love you. it. I miss it. It's good. But I'm glad you were both all right. How are you? Are you good? Yeah, brilliant. Steven, thanks so much yeah? for coming. Yeah, hi, hi. Hi, hi Georgia. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Kate. We really appreciate it. How have you been? I've actually been good, actually, <laughs> um, considering I've been bloody good. I know it's COVID and it's, it's shit in that way. But in this, you know, because I broke my feet in that last year, mm-hmm. it's been good because everyone else was off so I didn't miss out on anything and do you know really and then I went to the private dinner at the beginning of the year so last year was ended up being a good year for me mentally and everything so and now I'm ready to smash it and it's good I quite like doing these at home things to be honest on zoom it saves having to go to the studio getting stuck <laughs> in traffic and stressing even though you lot were probably stressing like where is she now but there you go. <laughs> Okay, I've got to say, honestly, watching yours and Harvey's show the other evening, it was so emotional. I'm going to be honest, I actually had tears in my eyes. Yeah, there was moments I was welling up, I found it so emotional. What's the feedback and reaction been like? Well, this is the thing, because people like saying that, I'm like, really? So many people have said they cried. I'm like, well, what bit? What bit did you find emotional? I think because I live and breathe, Harvey, Mm. to me, it's like... 
it's just normal. And like I said to Junior and Princess, are you going to watch it? And they went, well, why do I need to watch it? We know what half's <laughs> like. But then funny enough, last night, uh, we was waiting for The Drowning to come on. It's this new show, because we like dramas. What else is there to watch while you're in? And um, we, was, we put the telly on. I went, oh, look, there's a picture of me and half, like on the BBC catch-up. And Princess went, oh, I'll put it on for a bit. And I said, well, you can't do it for long, because we're watching The Drowning. And... Um, she started watching it. She's like, oh, half and that. She goes, oh, I love him. I said, well, you didn't want to watch it. She went, oh, yeah, but he's sweet, you know. And she said, oh. you are a good mum, mum. And I went, oh, thanks, princess. I said, but oh. I need to be more strict with you lot because I'm too late back. <laughs> and but, I think um, that so come across in the show, Kate, honestly, what the most amazing mum that you are. Just incredible. Well, I've met you like a few times and like been yeah. out for you. So, you know, I am a fun girl. But yeah. it's like, I've also, I'm a mum when I need to be a mum, you know. It's, Definitely. And you, like I say to people, and my message to put across, you can live with disability. And like in the documentary, I don't treat him any different to any of the others. He has these meltdowns. I'm like, oh, whatever, Harv. Like, because I'm with him, I, they only show like a bit of Harv. And I didn't show it when him having a full meltdown, because it's quite distressing if you're not used to watching him. Like you saw him bang his head and that, and people were like, whoa. And I'm like, if you think that's bad, <laughs> wait till you see him when he gets on the ground and things go flying, like the house is haunted or something. Um, but it, the show wasn't about exposing him in that way. <laughs> the show was about the transitional of him turning, you can come in princess. I used to do that, you know, Bobby, come in. You would have seen him on Towie. There's princess. princess. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, you're like See? twins, aren't you? We did our fake tan last night. Oh, I love it. I've got tan envy. I can't remember, Kate, the last time I tanned. This is the good thing, right? So having the kids at home, they just come in every now and again. I've got to do halving a bit, but I thought I won't risk Harvey because you never know what comes out of his mouth. But um, but on a serious note, I was just saying you weren't interested in watching Harvey. And then last night you watched it and you're like, oh, yeah. Harvey. But you're used to him, aren't you? Yeah. Well, come here. They don't want to just see you there. Sorry, I've got princess there. I don't apologise. Like, like, you're used to heart. Like, tell him what he's like. When he kicks off, he's a nightmare. He's really that? bad. Is but, it? like, you didn't put all of it in, did you? No. Because no. people would have got, like, probably upset. Yeah, because it brings no. upset. But like how I talk, like you're used, to, like how I talk to Harv is like how you would talk to him, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't treat him any different to you lot, do I? Like I say to him, go and get me an orange juice, massage my feet, go and do the dishwasher. Because <laughs> I think a lot of people, when they got kids or whatever with disability, they sort of mollycoddle them in, in a different way. Where obviously it's a different relationship I have with him because, all right, see ya. Hi, um, bye. 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 <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Forward, like, Great. But obviously, like with Princess, I mean, Princess Harvey. I've had him since I was like 22, 23 I was. The start of my career. So he's been through everything with me, came everywhere with me. I never knew all, all the things that would be wrong with him when he was born. So yeah. I've sort of had to build that relationship and what's the word, resilience of being strong for him. So like the show, I just try and make it put across that it doesn't matter about his disabilities. Yeah, he's unique and he had kicks off, but still... As a mum, I want the best I can for him. And that's like, I'm trying to find the college for him. And Has that you happened know, yet, Kate? Because I know, I know uh, what's happened with that. It's COVID. It's, I, I need to visit them and you can't at the minute. But, you know, it's affecting everyone in different ways. 
Mm. But luckily, he's been safe. You know, I'm not putting him out anywhere. I'm keeping him in because obviously he's one of the extremely vulnerable. But he doesn't understand COVID either. Anyone out there who's got a child with autism or adult, he loves pasta. So when it was off the shelves, he didn't understand why I couldn't get him pasta. And it's right. like, oh my God, my house got smashed up because he didn't understand. Like, you know, you saw the holes on the walls in a documentary. He really mm. does kick off because he don't understand. Like now he doesn't understand why he's not at school, but he's loving it because he's got me. And I'm like, oh, I need a break as well. <laughs> Help <laughs> me. I want to ask you, Kate, about another man in your life, the lovely Cole. Oh, the Miss Cole Woods. Well, I'll be yes. soon Miss Woods, I hope. Well, this yeah, is we, what I we, wanted to ask. I see that, apparently, are, are you looking to get married this year, you and Cole? I would love to. Absolutely. This year, we want to be engaged, pregnant and married, or whatever way it is, it's going to happen. We will make sure. He's been so good for me, like, I'm so happy that he met me after the private when I sorted my head out and, you know, he has now met me as the best person. And if I'd met someone who, because he doesn't drink, I haven't drunk, like, for, well, since I've been out the private, I have not drunk. Wow, well um, done. Nothing. And now I've forgotten what it's like to drink. And that's not like me, because I'm quite sociable and stuff. And then, obviously, I was into the coke because I was self-medicating. Like, when I look at it all now, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm a completely different person now. What the hell? I'm actually embarrassed to how I've acted and stuff. But, you know, it's part of part of mental health. You can't help it. Mm -hmm. So now I've come out. He has met me as such a good person. I had so many people saying, she won't change. She won't change, you know. And I've proved it to everyone. And now everyone's seen it. Now everyone wants to jump on the bandwagon. I'm like, no, you weren't there for me before. So I'm not interested now. And that's one thing in life, whether you're up or down the ladder or whatever mental state you're in, the people who are around you, they're still there through you for whatever stage you're in. They're the people that should be around you. You'll agree, wouldn't you, Bobby? Absolutely. You messaged me years ago about your mum. And although... We might not always be in the same circle. We've always text behind the scenes or whatever. Yeah. And it's important, you know. Absolutely. And now really I live is. in Essex, so I could see I like you more. Exactly. Hey. The, minute, the minute we're allowed out, we are having a night out, Kate. Oh, so my God. The amount of times people say, are you from Essex? I'm like, no, I'm not from Brighton. What do I look like an Essex girl? And everyone says, yes. Uh, but now I had, am in Essex. We've had some yeah. fab nights out. I'm glad you're in Essex and you're one of us now. So, Kate, I want to ask, yeah. you mentioned, obviously, you'd ideally like to get married this year. Are you both actively trying for baby number six now? I've already said I'm trying for baby. This is my plan. First of all, for everyone, because to change their perception of me, to know that I'm not this person the media portray me. So you can watch the documentary if you miss it on BBC iPlayer. The other gossip you want to know is, am I trying for baby? Yes, I am. We are. We've said it. Yes, we will get married. And yes, we will get engaged. And it will all happen this year. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're one month down already, Kate. So you've got to, got to oh, chop, chop. There's a lot to do. I know, but... But you can't keep like having sex thinking, right, it's going to be a baby, going to be a baby. You've got to enjoy it, you know. <laughs> but um, he's fantastic and he's so good looking. I, I'm like, it just goes to show you there is someone out there for it. It might have taken me 42 years. I've had rehearsals, but this is the real thing. <laughs> and what kind of wedding are you hoping for, Kate? Because you've had a couple now. You've had, and they've all been a bit different, haven't they? So you've had the massive fairy tale, the Cinderella coach. Yeah. Vegas. What, what's yours and Cole's going to be like? 
Right, we already know what we're doing. And that's for us to know, for you lots to find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it in a magazine, you I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> you know I'm a shrewd cookie. I don't yeah. give nothing away. But no, I'm going to do it differently. Uh, we already know, we know everything, how we're doing it all. It's just COVID at the minute. If we could have a date now, we would. But we just, we're waiting for COVID. So... Don't you worry about that. Woohoo! <laughs> well, we heard uh, we heard that you might be making a return to loose women as well. Is that true? I'm actually doing loose women on um Friday, this Friday. And this is the thing, it's crazy because when I did loose women, I was that was at my worst when mentally I was so not with it really, struggling, but I still put on, you know, yeah, what you know, the the what do you call it? The um, like a front. front. The front. And now it's like I am myself again now. And this is when I really want to do this stuff because I'm switched on, I'm quick, I'm just all focused with work. People are hating it because I'm so assertive now and I'm back to how I was and they don't know how to handle me because they're like, they were so used to me for the last couple of years, being down and being late for everything. And it's because I was struggling and I just never told anyone. But now I'm like on fire. People are like, Kate, calm down. I'm like, no. I want to do this and I'm going to do, do that. <laughs> are you but hoping to go I'm, back I'm to busy. are you hoping to go back to loose women like as a panelist kind of thing then eventually maybe? That's down to them. I mean, I don't mind and also um there's lots going on especially like cuz the Harvey stuff like I'm, I've just been offered more well obviously there'll be a part 2 to the right. documentary. Um Men cap now Harvey and me an ambassador for that. I mean there's so much good things and I suppose I want to focus I'm lucky that I can pick and choose what I want to do. And mm -hmm. for me, as much as I loved all the modeling and all of that, there's just no work for all of that anymore. So it's about time I'm a bit more serious. And being, you know, when you're a celebrity, I hate that word. It just goes to prove that of the trolling campaign, you can use your power to create something good. So like this online control and trying to make it criminal offense. It's been three years now since I've done a petition and we're nearly there. Mm -hmm. um, I think I'm going to start another petition now about the sectioning, about autism and people with disabilities. It's completely different to mental health, yet they get, there's over 2,000 people with autis who've got autis autism who are sectioned mm -hmm. and they, they're in the wrong place. They shouldn't be sectioned. So I might start a petition about that. I'm just looking into it more. And obviously I just want to make people aware, treat us all the same and, you know, like you, your mum's pretty terminally ill wasn't she your mum no, as well she was ill she had leukemia thankfully she's a she's she's oh, good that's now brilliant. she's good now but yeah she she was yeah really, see really good Ill. things she can happen absolutely and that, you, it's, and, sorry i keep talking <laughs> but right, like i said to my mum she's terminally ill but i said look mum look how many people who have died since you've announced you're terminally ill who we know personally for all different reasons. I said, you never know when your time's up. Mm -hmm. So that's why you should enjoy life. And we all die the same. We all go in the coffin. What happens in between is in between. You know, whether you've got money, no money, this, that, you can't take anything with you. So I just say, as long as you enjoy people around you and be happy, that's all you can do. Like, what else can you do? You'll always have bad cops, good pop cops onto you. I've had more police turn up at mine for COVID testing I'm in. I'm like, why are you here again? I'm here. <laughs> They're like, because of your Instagram. We've had complaints saying that you're not at home or this and that. I'm like, well, every time you turn up, I'm here. What do you want me to do? And they said, oh, we have to follow it up. 
Really? Yeah, yeah, is I that, is that actually well. happened? I didn't realise that actually yes. happened. It's the same people. There was a police van the other day. That was like last week. Same people with a police van. We're like, well, do you think we've got a party? I said, my son's extremely vulnerable. We're, we're here. I said, you've got to stop believing people when they bring you up. Yeah. yeah. And I'm embarrassed turning up. But that's what happens to me. It's one thing's good and then I get a bad and good. But I'm going to do the lottery this Friday. 110 million. Because everyone <laughs> said, Kate. Knowing your luck, you would win it. I said, that's why I'm going to do it. Would it that be nice? Kate, I want to ask you, because last time I saw you, we had a lovely... Um, I do talk We had a lovely little um, sing-song together. Tell me more about the singing. Is it something you want to pursue more? Because you've always had a passion. Oh, my God. You're going to be a mighty it. hoopla, aren't you? Right, watch this, right? This is funny. So, obviously, I muck about on Instagram. And uh, when I said, I want to be on The Mask, I want to be on The Voice and everyone takes the mickey out of me saying, oh, shut up, Kate, you really think you can sing? I'm like, yeah, I can actually. And they're like, well, I don't know what you hear. And I'm like, well, I'm not giving up. I'm going to do it. So I've now bought myself a studio for YouTube. So I'm going to Love do it. my like karaoke versions, acoustic versions of songs I want to do. And if you don't want to hear it, don't tap on and listen. Talk of the devil. Cole's walked in the room. Do you think I can sing, Cole? Absolutely not. See what I mean? <laughs> Are you still so, singing uh, Whitney Houston, Kate? I know you oh, love a bit of Whitney. Oh, I love it. I have nothing. I love that song. Sing us a bit of song. I just did. I want more. I want more. But no, I said, that's another thing, like the YouTube. It's so good because... Obviously, I've done reality like you for years mm. and doing YouTube. It's just like, I don't know why I didn't do it before. So my YouTube channel's growing. Now the kids are all doing it. Now Harvey's doing it. And now I thought I'd do my music on it. Why not? And there's all these podcasts. I mean, it's all a new bloody world at the minute. All these new <laughs> things coming out. The only thing I don't do is TikTok. Could there's you do a podcast? Counts. Have you got a podcast? You haven't. I'm you? actually doing one um, three this week to see how it goes. Oh, um, okay. Because I do talk a lot. About what? What are you going to talk about? Just your life or? Uh, the first one, I'm going to talk um, with Anna Kennedy. She was on my show oh, yeah. all about disabilities and stuff. And then so many people have written me letters um, wanting help or answers. So I'm going to do one around that, reading letters and getting in contact with them people to see what I can help or discuss their letters. Because I think it's good for people to know I do receive their letters. Obviously, I can't read everything, mm. but I try my best just to acknowledge it. Because I don't know everything, but at least I can help and pass on what I know or try and guide them in the right way. And then I want to do one with me and my mum to talk about, um, well, if she can last 40 minutes. I've just been on the phone to her. <laughs> so she's got her oxygen in now. And I'm like, uh, do you think you'll last 40 minutes, mum? I said, because they're 40 minutes each. I said, well, I'll do a lot of the talking but it's a chance for her to talk about what people relate to covid not seeing your loved ones mm. how she feels about harvey she hasn't seen him um and obviously her ipf what it's like going through and just a bit of people who were going through the lung stuff do you know what i mean so that's yeah, a catch yeah, up with my cool. mum and oh, then the list goes on <laughs> I would hey, i've got to ask end. you before you go oh folks, god bobby look I bet they said, go on, Bobby, you can ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> it's because yeah, you love yeah, me, Kate. You sense. love me. I've got to ask you, Valentine's Day around the corner. What have you and Mr. Cole got planned? Oh, yeah. And it's Cole's birthday, isn't it, on the 15th? 15th. So Valentine's Day's the 14th. His birthday's on the 15th. But do you know what? 
they, they, what can you do? You can't go away anywhere. So I actually don't know. Maybe I'll have to cook him a meal and in, but well, I cook meals anyway. I actually don't know what we're going to do, but we're certainly not going to fly to Dubai, are we? <laughs> not anymore, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be an influencer. No. You're What's not impressed with them. <laughs> no, but it's bullshit, isn't it, really? How many, it's, it's, anyway, for me, I would rather be at home and do things properly. I don't, the thing is, you've got people out there, okay, who've, who've lost their jobs, got no money, who are depressed, mentally depressed, thinking how are they going to get out this hole? How are they going to find another job? And what they don't need is people, no disrespect, going out to Dubai, making out their own interest because they've had five minutes on a show or something, <laughs> rubbing it in their face. They're, what, they're five minutes, they're not even celebs. Who gives a <laughs> shit? Like, I, I wish everyone would unfollow them all and really do a job and work. It's just unfair. I, I could fly, of course you can find ways to fly out, but I'm not gonna rub it in anyone's face. Just it's out of board, you've got to live and breathe what you're going through. Don't get me wrong, we all want a holiday, of course we do. But um, no, I'm not into that. It's You've got, got to accept what's happening, live it and breathe it together. Yeah, that's totally what I say. Well, if well, I can hire a sunbed, if anyone's listening, he's got a sunbed place that I can hire your sunbed, bring it to me because my sheets are getting dirty with this fake tan. Oh, that's what I want. And I'll have my own way. holiday and my own music on in the comfort of my home. Lovely. Um, well, Katie, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome talking to you. Thank and, you. Um, Lucky this wasn't live. Was oh, it is it's... going out live. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I Kate. talk We've... too much. No, I we love it. We love it. You wanted. I hope you got everything out of me that you wanted. But you have me back whenever. I'll come on and have some chats. We, we would love that. We would absolutely love that. It's so brilliant. you're welcome. You're welcome back whenever. Brilliant. Okay, Kate. Thank note, you, to babe. Dubai. Lovely to catch up. Kate's off to Heathrow. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Bye, 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 Thank you. Keep bye, safe. Love to the family. Bye, love bye. Blimey, <laughs> she's like a whirlwind. I love the shout at the end for a soundbed. Only Kate. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, it would be a nightmare, wouldn't it? Um, oh, I believe I believe we have our, our our next guest ready to come in. It's Jess here. Hello, Jess. Hello, Jess. How are you? It's so good. How are you? We haven't seen you for a long time. I know. And now we're like having to do it via Zoom. It's this is it now. No, no wines in the studio anymore. Uh... I know. It's devastating. <laughs> How have you been? Really well, thank you. Yeah, just um, I'm a bit terrible with technology. So I'm learning each day because this is what we have to do now. So mm -hmm. I'm doing my best to figure out Zoom and all these other things. But I suppose it's a learning curve. I mean, we, this is how we do our show now. You know, this is it. This is how this is how we do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, how how's how's the whole kind of year been for you? I mean, everyone's taken it differently, haven't they? Um, yeah. Do you know what? The first lockdown, I did quite well. I went into like this zone, and I was out running every day, five k's, and I just thought I was smashing life. This one is very cold outside, so um, <laughs> I've been doing like blades from my my app for the exercise thing in my bedroom and you know I get through it um but yeah I just try to keep myself into a sort of routine and wake up and do things I think that's the best way to get through it take it day by day and just fill in the gaps of your routine and just do things that you can otherwise it can get a bit overwhelming if you just sat there like okay another day yeah totally with you on that and I think you're so right. I've struggled a lot more Jess with this third one than the previous two and I don't know if that's 
a lot to do with the time of year, the weather, like you say, not being able to get out as much. Like the first one back in March, April, we was really blessed with the weather mm. and being able to run, train outside. So there has been a massive difference for me. I know you, you've spoken, even to me personally, about like mental health in the past. Mm. How are you coping at the moment? Yeah, I, really well. And I think the thing is what I'd learned to do is tools that got me out of that depressive state in the past and I've made sure I stick to them like so so well during the lockdown so my meditation I do twice a day for 20 minutes so it's 40 minutes a day just the things that I know keep my brain in the right place because I because I had it so bad back in the day I stick to these tools and because of that it keeps me on track and I, I would know if I was spiraling I would know what to do now to to fix that kind of mind space and um, there's so many people as well like I don't know if you've heard of Iceman Hoff Wim Hof. Oh yes, I have heard of him. I'm yeah. obsessed with this guy and his breathing technique and the cold showers and because I've got that all on my. Do you skin, do that? Do you do? Because it's it's hardcore. What he? I mean, he's jumping into frozen lakes. I'm assuming you're not doing that. But like, are you doing the kind of cold showers and all those, yeah, those kind of? I've things? actually been doing them for about two and a half years now. Um, wow. And it, honestly, it works. Like I, I can't. It's to do with your. I mean, I've watched loads of his videos and anyone that's listening can watch him on YouTube and his app and stuff but I find that it takes you out of your thinking and puts you in your conscious state because you can't you're so cold you have to physically breathe yeah. and when you're out of that state I kind of feel like the stress receptors work better whatever they are I'm not a scientist but um <laughs> it just it it can anchor my thoughts for the day so with that team to my meditation it keeps my brain in such a good state that I can carry on through the days and I think well you know it's very easy in these lockdowns to be like oh, I don't want to do anything today I've had enough but if you know that that's going to serve you badly you've got to actively have self-discipline to make sure that you're doing these things that you know are going to make you feel better and that's what I've stuck to just really religiously throughout the lockdowns. You're so right I think people knowing their coping mechanisms and having their go-to things mm. is the key at the moment during yeah. these these strange times we're going through. Yeah, and I mean, mine was always the gym. I was I was at the gym every day because I'm obviously writing books now, so I'm on my second one. So I'd always go to the gym, do a class, do my writing for a few hours in the in the coffee shop, and then go back to do a, do another gym class. And when that was taken away, I had to then adapt. But because I'd built a foundation by doing the self discipline each day, it kind of helped me to maintain that focus these lockdowns I mean I haven't been you know I've had days where I've been like I'm just sick of this but mm. I just feel it now I don't let it get too much I just feel it and then do the things that I know are going to make me feel a bit better I think routine but both of what you're saying is absolutely spot on and this is why this lockdown for me has been the easiest of all of them because I've really instilled a routine into my day every I mean I have a day job so you know I'm lucky in that respect but I've I've because I did I'm doing 100 days sober so that takes some of the like yeah. like the irritation out of your life you know like just that that general feeling then also like I'm really strict with my diet I've been running three times a week having these things that you do on a regular basis doing this show on a Tuesday like make, makes you feel better and I think routine is just such a big part of it you don't even realize when you're not when you're when you're out of it that that's the way to resolve it but really it is the exact way to resolve because we have kind of so many distractions in our normal life mm. so if we're feeling a bit bummed out we'll go off to dinner or we'll go out for a few drinks with our friends and because that's yeah. taken away you've got to adapt and find the new things that can help you and you know it's just it's all about adapting isn't it luckily humans Definitely. can do it I mean it's just I, I think one of the main things I've learned is the self-discipline to make sure I stick to myself yeah yes I wanted to ask you I was reading that um 
you've been working with Luke Luke Goss lately. Yeah. Well, that was filmed. I filmed a movie with him in LA. Um, it must so it be, wasn't recently. <laughs> no, it wasn't recently. No, it was like two years Free ago. Pre-COVID. Yeah, COVID just took a year out. So we're just going to yeah. scrap that year. So if we forget that, yeah, close enough. <laughs> But, um, yeah, we filmed a movie together um, called Rhea, and I was Rhea. Um, Luke was my love interest. And then there was Dean Kane, Superman, and um, Kimberly White from the Pussycat Dolls, and some other fantastic people to work with. Um, it, yeah, it was just all kind of exciting because, I mean, I think you guys know that I went to theatre school my whole life before mm -hmm. the reality TV stuff. And um, I, I just really felt like I wanted to get back to what I loved. Like, I felt I completely lost myself in... in I don't even know what, and I was like, I, there's something still missing. I need to get back to what I wanted to do since I was like two. Like I was doing adverts yeah. that you can see somewhere. And it was <laughs> always in me. And um, to get back to it, I just felt really lucky. And I, I haven't stopped working hard for it. I've worked hard for it. I went back to um, acting school for adults of a nighttime school. I wanted to make sure I was pushing it and doing all the right things to get, get back into it. But um, yeah, I'm just continuously working on it and I had a little series called the re-up as well which was it was a YouTube series um that went viral it had like five million views or something crazy so hopefully after Covid that picks back up again and gets picked up by a network so I'm just really powering through to do what I love and I think Covid's kind of taught us all that you know things can be taken away at any minute so if you're doing something you don't particularly love that much you might as well give it a shot at something you do and, yep. and see what happens. Definitely. So would you say you've closed the door now on reality TV, Jess? I would say when it comes to dating stuff, yes, because let's be honest, that's not my forte. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> failed relationship after failed relationship. But um, I think my... Um, if something came along, say, Strictly or Dancing on Ice, where I could learn something new, I'm all over that because, I mean, when would you ever get the chance to learn professional dancing with the most biggest professionals in the quick time that they do it and the same with ice skating and that's something you can take with you for the rest of your life and you never know it might help me in an acting job one day if I can start whizzing out an ice skating rink or something <laughs> yeah. um, so, the second so that, part of I Tonya or something that you can yeah, do. I Tonya too <laughs> <laughs> um I definitely wouldn't say no to anything like that but I think when it comes to dating and and that kind of thing I have to close the door because it's embarrassing now <laughs> <laughs> do you look back at it like that do, do you, do... No, not. I don't mean like that. I meant as my my personal oh, relationship. Right, I'm not okay. great, and I should never be giving anyone dating advice. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Just when does your uh, film that you've done with Luke come out? Do you have a date for that? They haven't. It was supposed to be last year, but obviously we couldn't get a premiere. It was just so many complications because of everything shut down. I know it's going to be this year, and I think it will be the early part of this year. I think someone said to me before April. So that's all I know at the moment. But I will keep everyone updated. And tell us a bit about your book. My book? Okay, so this is crazy. So I wanted to, I, I've always loved writing and I knew I had a story and it wasn't, um, I didn't want to write a story about the life in the limelight necessarily. I wanted it to be true, raw and real because I knew mm -hmm. that there's so many chapters in there that are going to help so many other people. And I started it and just I didn't know how to write a book I mean I, I went to theatre school I got about two GCSEs and you, dance <laughs> and dance. I, you know I, I thought this is impossible but I didn't 
what I did, I sat on the internet and I would watch authors and get advice from them on YouTube. There was so many things you can find out this, these days. That's so I just carried on writing and eventually I got a book deal. And, and, you know, there's so many things in there that other people can relate to. And also people didn't know about me, you know. There's so many trolls and problems with the internet. I was like, you know, I'm just going to be raw and real and put it out there. Because then also it's a bit of a release for me as well. Like all the things that I've gone through as a child up, up until adulthood, I... I didn't want it to be a sad story anymore. I wanted it to be like, well, actually, let's switch all this round. And the reason why I called it Silver Linings was because you can take the good out of any bad. You just have to find it. And I made sure through every chapter I found that silver lining so that hopefully in the future and for many people, they'll be able to do the same. And that was my main hope for the book. That's great. And it's, and yeah, if you can help people, I think it's the, the most important thing you can do in life. So, um, yeah, I mean... Amen. Yeah, you use your experiences for the betterment of others. Great, great stuff. I thought there was a reason, you know, we all go through things for a reason. And I thought maybe that's my reason, because if there's another 17-year-old or 30-year-old that's going through similar things, whether it be divorce, domestic violence, um, the death of a child, like all these things, I thought, why don't I put my experiences down and show what I've done to cope with all that? And yeah, I've had lovely feedback from everyone who's read it so far. Um, and what's been nice is the DMs I've had from people saying that's really helped me look at something differently. And, you know, even if it's just one person to me, I know that's a cliche thing to say, but if it is just one person, I've made a difference to them. It, that's that's all I want. Yeah, absolutely. And at times now more than ever, something like that is what people need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I wanted an uplifting thing. But also to show that, yeah, things get bloody tough, but we can get through them and I think that's important especially now like you said Bobby it's, it's important now to to know that well Jess thank you so much for speaking to us um, always happy. lovely to see you um hopefully next time it'll be in the studio whenever that may be um <laughs> <laughs> we'll have you a glass uh, of wine won't yeah you? yeah definitely okay. um no thank you thank you for joining us and um hope it all goes well thank you lots of love guys bye, bye darling stay safe Jess and you gorgeous girl um, really and, is. And, and, and yeah impressive really important to be doing things that help people like I said and it's great that she's she's doing that like you are I'm the only one that's not I'm just sitting here on my Todd no you're <laughs> not you're amazing <laughs> um we I believe we have our final guest uh uh Ricky ready to come in Ricky that's my terrible Geordie accent <laughs> which is really bad because my dad's from Sunderland I really should know better <laughs> oh it's better than mine I'm rubbish at accents oh yeah you've got a pretty good Essex soon. one <laughs> all right Rick how you doing you okay yeah all <laughs> Sorry, good, thank you mate got, got the last step I'm ill as hell Ill. oh really no Ill. it's not oh. not the cove is it no no I'm drinking at the weekend uh, dying okay. dying oh. well dying. thanks so much How's for everyone? joining us everyone then. good yeah yeah really good we just Bobby was just trying attempting a, a Geordie accent and it was absolutely appalling so oh well, Bobby give us it I'm not very good so please don't be offended go and do them too say Arif how are you doing my voice is so Essex, I can't do anything. Arit, go downtown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've got to give up, I'm giving up. Yeah, seven. I think probably for the best. Ricky, how are you? I'm Other good, than being I'm really Ill. good. Other than really, being Ill. Really good, apart from that, mate, really good. Um, just plodding through lockdown, doing what we can. Um, apart from that, all is good, really good. And how are you finding this third lockdown, Rick? Bobby, to be honest with you, I've not, I've not found the whole, ever since March, I've found it really productive for me anyway, with doing music now and producing and 
and DJing, I've, I've always looked at the positive with things and, and I've always trained. And now with doing music now, that's my sort of, with DJing and producing, it's all my, my out and in, in, in release in, in the sense of doing everything. Um, I've not found lockdown hard. I know a lot of people have. Um, and I've tried to be, even get loads of inboxes on, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that, which you'll have probably found yourself as well with um, with everything. I've tried to respond to people and be as positive as I can. Um, but for me, it's just been, been plodding and plodding on and yeah, doing what I can really um, to take when, when everything goes back to normal, take it by the, like take by the horns and um, let's go. Absolutely. Has it been, has, have, you be, have you spent your lockdown alone? Because I know some people struggle with that, don't they? Have you been with family or what's what's the deal? Yeah, yeah, fa- family, family. Um, I was waiting to go back to Australia. I was meant to go back to Australia in March. Yeah, because um, you do you basically live in Australia now, don't you? Like, well, not now, but before. <laughs> before between, yeah, between the two, it's always between Australia and over here, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would like to be between Australia for about nine months of the year, then be over here for all the, all the summer doing all the gigs and stuff. That's the plan. Be nice, before. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I was I was there for a whole year in 2016. It was the best year I've ever ever had. It's unbelievable. If, you, if you've never been as well, it's the people over there, the the place, the early beach, going to different PAs and stuff. Like it's incredible. Some of the places over there, the beaches, the yeah, the people and stuff are really really. I nice. literally can't wait to get back to Australia. I went once a couple of years have ago. Been, have you? Just, yeah, just the most amazing place, and it's kind of underrated in a way. Like you don't expect it to be mm. half as good as it is, right? But the lifestyle is just incredible. Like I can see why why you'd want to spend more time out there. It's, 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 I prefer the daytime drinking. Bobby, you'll know, with, with PAs as well. I mean, I'm absolutely run ragged with PAs. It, it's kind of the, the nighttime thing. I mean, with DJing now, it's part and parcel of what comes with it. But I prefer the daytime drinking and the daytime DJing and the daytime gigs. I do. I prefer the sun. I love the sun. Yeah. Mediterranean blood coming out of us. Being Italian, I love the sun. So in the heat. Um, the Australia doesn't matter where you go, but it's. Obviously, going to Perth, you're hitting like 42, 44 degrees, some, some, some kind of um, extremes over there. But it's a bit nicer towards Sydney, hitting around the 30s and stuff. So, perfect, perfect temp. Do you wish you would have been over there before the lockdown so you could have stayed <laughs> yeah. there? Um, no, Bob, to tell you the truth, I mean, it's, it's all worked out for me really nicely. Um, it's been with, with the DJ and producer side. I mean, I started DJing about four years ago, but since March for me, it all really sort of really went really fast with the producing side as well with making music and uh, I, I signed a multiple track record deal with uh, Love Another so they're a sister company Amazing. to Tool Room Records um, so we released our first track um, the 15th of Jan which is blowing up it's going everywhere we're getting really good response from it um, and then we released another one end of March and then we've got another one planned, planned for the summer already with, with three releases planned so it's yeah and that, that's all been since, since kind of March was the producer March and it's kind of like March Sorry, with the producing kind of things, we're sort of like I was really regimental when it came to March with with training. I'm a producing training. I'm a producing to think right. Okay, I'm going to be positive in this sort of sense to get shit done. Um, and I think that's what you really really got to do as well. I know there's there's a lot of people that really struggled and being like, oh well, and looked at the sort of the negative side of this sort of stuff. But it can really be positive for people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for musicians and for people DJing and producing, I think it's really been a really positive time to just get some shit done and get some music done. Um, even though I don't think there's that there's that many tracks getting released at this moment in time. So there's not many parties to go dance at, is there? Not, <laughs> not many. <no>. Lots <laughs> of lounges to kitchens to dance in. Itching. I am itching. But um, yeah, it'll all come anyway. It'll all come. <laughs> now you found your love for music, Rick. Is that definitely you rolling out? ever ever going back to to Geordie Shaw 
No. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I mean, right, Bobby, you'll know. I mean, how old are you now, Bob? Uh, 34. 34, so you're the same age as me. So when I first started doing Geordie Show, I was 24, 25. And you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm saying about when this. You make a lot of money off doing the reality TV shows. Um, and you kind of, you kind of, you sit there and you think, right, what, what next TV show am I doing next? And it's kind of, people get, I kind of get lost with the reality TV stuff as well, because they're kind of sitting there going, oh yeah, I'll wait for the next pig payday with the reality TV show, or I'll do the next PA. Where people kind of get lost in the sense of what can I really get from this and how can I really do something that I'm passionate about or do something that I really enjoy in between, the, in between those really big times that you've got doing absolutely sweet fuck all, basically. Um, I found a really, I mean, I, I started acting when I went over to Australia as well and I, I paid four months, I paid for an acting coach and I was in board, a Universal Pictures film. Um, so as I'm getting older, it's, it's kind of like I'm using my time more wisely to think, right, what, what's my passion? What do I really want to do? And that's how I tried the acting stuff, which I'll definitely go back to as well. I was supposed to be doing a film last year and a three-part drama series in Australia. But my, my main passion now is music. I've, I've, I've always been one of those type of people in, in clubs where I've shazam songs for years and years and years. And I've always seen my, my friends DJing stuff and my friends always say, give it a go, give it a go. And I mean, when I first started DJ four years ago, I remember my friend saying to me, it'll take you about two, year, two years to DJ properly. And that, that's not syncing tracks, that's, that's proper DJing, proper, probably obviously counting the beat in and doing, doing it properly. And it, it did, it did. But that's just something you've got to invest your time in doing. It's something that you've got to obviously, yeah, put a lot of work and hard work into doing. And that's what, I've, that's what I've done. I absolutely love it. And I so. think you're right. Maybe as well, you being the same age as me, maybe you get to a point, mm. especially when you've done reality for, for like 10 years, and as, as much as I still very much love it and am still on the show, I think as you with music and me with presenting and working here at FUBA, exactly. you definitely yeah. find your passions for other things in, in this industry. So yeah. I completely get what you're saying. And I think what you've done is amazing. I'm so glad that you, you've, you're doing something that you love. And you've never looked better. You're looking hench. <laughs> <laughs> you I need to double get my dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a recent picture of you recently, though, uh, Bob. You're looking quite... Uh... Quite ripped yourself recently, like I don't know where that. I think it was on Twitter. I saw that. I was like, "Geez, come on, son, go on. You're looking, uh, you're looking real good, mate. Be proud of that, though. Be proud Thank of that." So, you know, it's like, I didn't have anything to start with. I was like a bean sprout, Rick. Um, and oh, was I was when I was younger, though. You, you do fill out slightly when you're got to eat. Yeah, I was getting it, but I, yeah, definitely. And for me, the first lockdown, as we were saying, is I needed something to focus on and stay positive mm. and found, because I never liked training when I, well, I never really did much before, but I found a passion and love it. Do you know what I mean? So for me, it's and not just obviously how you look, which is, let's face it, a nice bonus, but mm. what it does for my head as well. There, there's nothing like that. I think, uh, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head though, Bob. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that we know in the public eye as well, that the, the, the string it in one way and the string it in another way, but general consensus is you train and you do feel better after it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it, it is a positive outlook whether you do go for a run away you train. I feel so much better after I've trained. Like, regardless of how you look and stuff like that, you do feel better in yourself. And you, you know fine, you know fine fucking well, if you're going to put on a top and you feel that your arms are looking good and your belly isn't sick, that kind of stuff, you do feel better. It's the truth. So however people want to... They obviously go around the bush and the, the, say it one way or another, you do, you do feel better from it. So, 
Go back to your previous answer, though. 100% I'm definitely doing reality TV again. There's two shows. There's two shows lined up this year. I think you're really. Yeah, it's, it's, we're, oh, we're going full. We're going fully in reality TV again. Oh, so, is, so you is got your finger in every pie. Yeah, is that yeah. over here or in Australia or? Um, one's over here and one's in Australia. One's in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I, I mean, I had loads of stuff planned last year in Australia. I was so excited to go, but it kind of all worked out with the record deal and everything like that. Anyway, so yeah, um, everything worked out for a reason, didn't it? So, do you think I know? I know. Um, I know. Former Geordie Shaw's uh, Joel, he's obviously doing like really well with with the the music and stuff. Do you, do you hope that that would it will be the same kind of thing for you, or do you, or is it not like that? Well, how do you, how do you see it? Um, I knew the Joel thing was going to go at some point. I mean, even with all the media that came out recently with it, it hasn't really popped up. But thing is with Joel, Joel's been DJing for about fifteen years, yeah. and everything he's been doing, I've done it in just a short space of time. And minuscule, and I've got a, a multiple track record deal. And I don't even compare myself to. I know how professional he is because I've done PAs with him, and I know how hard work he is. And I would never even slightly compare to myself to not to him as of yet. Anyway, I'm nowhere near what he's what he's kind of done. Especially that I mean, he's gone from sorry to lonely to then head and heart. I mean, he's had three smashed singles in in a matter of a year. Um, that being said, I know the, the the work is the work that he's put in, and I mean, I know he was doing like sixty gigs in three months. I mean, I know fine well, I mean, me doing PAs, I mean, they take the toll by themselves, but when, you, when you've got to be DJing and doing two PAs a night and then you've got to be travelling and then doing sets, and that's the thing with us DJing now as well, you've got to plan the sets to make sure that you, you're going to smash it for that certain nightclub as well. There's a lot of thought process that goes into it, and I know how much he how much he put into it as well for years and years and years and years and years, and he had that break with uh, Perfect Havoc, with uh, the Sorry track. And then obviously Atlanta came along and, and then signed him on that mega deal. So no, that's I'm, the thing. I'm you just see Dome. one track, don't you? That is the thing that yeah. like breaks you through. So I mean, it could happen at any time. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Well, well, I've, I've signed with these guys now for for a kind of few tracks. I so I ain't going anywhere unless <laughs> unless a mega mega money come in. But I'm I'm happy where I've got a really good team around me. As as Joe will have a really good team around him at this minute in time with Atlantic Records. I'm happy with the team. I've got my loving other. Uh, Absolutely fantastic because it's a tool room team I've got around me as well at the minute. So it's kind of, yeah, it's just exciting. I'm just enjoying yeah. it. Is, is there any white. potential collabs, Rick, between you and Joel? Can you see yourself collabing? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you never say never, Bobs. Um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, he, I, he wouldn't look to collab with anyone at this minute in time, regardless of who I am or who anyone else is. I don't think like he, he's, he's on his own path. And I think he's doing, especially with me DJing and producing now, it's kind of. Yeah, he, he's he's on his own thing. I thought I don't know. Fair play to them as well. I wouldn't I would never uh, expect them to anyway. So apart from when I start producing them number one singles, then he'll come back. Me and the big dog is then. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's play your track out. Do you want okay, to do you want to intro it? Yeah. So this is um, "Ride with Me" by obviously myself and um, Emily Williams. Yeah, it's our first single with "Love Another." Hope you enjoy it. Oh, what a nice guy. Really is, isn't he? Lovely man. It's one of those things with like Geordie Shaw I've met. I've, well, I actually stayed, I actually went, I think I may have said to you before, I went to the Geordie Shaw house and stayed there once for a, for a press thing. Um, and how it was, was it? Filthy, because I hear by the end of a series, it's oh. the grimmest place on earth. Well, you know what's interesting is that, so it was all the Geordie Shaw cast, and this was back when Vicky was in it, uh, Charlotte, 
Um, you know, it's like right, probably second or third series, maybe. And um, the journalists outdrank the cast of Geordie Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do, those like, you love it. It was that just, I mean, wine comes out. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, give me that. I'll have another one of those Proseccos. We all had dinner <laughs> around the table and everything. It was incredible. But the Geordie Shawcast were like, we've had enough. We were like, come <laughs> on, we're ready for more. Um, yeah, so, you know, back in the day. I, I don't think Ricky was there, actually. I remember I was, I spent a lot of time hanging out with Charlotte and Vicky. I mean, crazy thing about that because I don't even think they're friends anymore. But like, you know, like different, different time and that. And, um, yeah, it's um, it's it's nice to see them doing well, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it really is. I am. Um, yeah, I can imagine that was an experience and all though, because that's all the thing people say to me. Because it's the same production company that made Baldy yeah. and Terry, and they go, "Well, if there ever was a merge, could you live?" And I've heard so many things about <laughs> the, the state of it that I don't think I could. I would be forever with the Windeline and the Pledge, and I, I would be getting the Sephora around. But that's I, I good. That's, that could be part of the story, Bob. If you Maybe would... that's what they need. They need Bobby in there cleaning up. <laughs> like a, a maid figure. You could have a little yeah. outfit and everything. Just going Buckingham Woodburn. Yeah, with some, um, some yellow things with pearls at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yellow rubber gloves. I can, I can see it, Bob. I can see it. Yeah, I'd I mean, have to practice the accent before, though. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I don't think I don't, you're going to win any awards there, Bob, but, you know, no. you could still... Paul Rick looked shocked when, it, when he heard me try it. I, I think he was trying to wondering what the hell it was you were trying to say, to be fair. I think, <laughs> I, I thought, I think we were seconds from him cutting the zoom off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't, don't know what happened there. Yeah. Um, no, great show, though. And um, nice, nice to have three very chatty guests on uh, and to have Katie uh, be so in such good spirits, wasn't it? Yeah, lovely show. Really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess, I guess until next week, everyone, uh, goodbye. All right, guys, stay safe.